Welcome to the Founders Conversation with Insight Now. You can watch these conversations live on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. All right, well, welcome everyone to Insight Now. Insight Now, episode six. Uh, we're all here. How's it going, Mark? We missed you, man. Two Seriously, weeks without you. Two weeks. Right. Withdrawal. Seriously. A couple yeah. counseling sessions, but I've made it through. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, I, I'm recovering. <laughs> <laughs> How was your vacation? Uh, it was good. It was, it was, um, it, it was really good. So one of my favorite places being down by the beach and mm. uh, the ocean and um, just a spectacular place. So it was, uh, you know, much of Tasmania is spectacular. I know. In fact, actually after this call, I'm, I'm heading away for three days by the beach to try and do some riding and of course, uh, Come on. And, but to the opposite direction in, in Tasmania. So that's yeah. awesome. It's big. Be good. That's good. That's good. And how about you, Peter? How are you doing? Uh, wonderfully. We had a, a tremendous church service this Sunday and a uh, great time with family, a lot of connection points with friends. Um, we're getting ready uh, for a little trip as well, which we're real excited mm-hmm. about as a family. So uh, mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been really rich season of growth here in Columbus. Well, now your youngest just started eating solid food. How's that going? Uh, amazing. We aren't quite to the point where feeding him solid food every night. You know, now we have the luxury yeah. still to like, he doesn't need it yet. So sometimes when it's not convenient, but he's almost to the point, he grabbed some salad off my plate last night. You know, I think he's starting to get the idea that, ah. that what happened. Oh, he's to the a table. He's yeah. a <laughs> I'll tell you what, hey, I've, man. Met, I've met some families where the kids don't eat much, which is fine. You know, it makes it easier and cheaper for them, but that is not a problem for my boy. <laughs> I, I, okay. There's nothing like LaBarge and you and Peter comes up like, you're like, Hey dad, can I have like a 13th, you know, uh, s'more, yeah. you know, you're like, what? Oh, yeah. How did that happen? Do you remember that? Yeah. That night we... There was real food, but I think my boys only ate s'mores <laughs> and whatever those other things we called the, 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 the yeah the it? little biscuits biscuit on a stick. Yes, we've been wanting to do those back in Columbus here. <laughs> Isn't there a scripture that says, you know, like father, like son? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where do you get it from? I don't know. Ah, right, you know, right. Well, you know, there is a truth that you know what what um, what walks in fathers runs in sons. That's right. That's right. That's why they can eat the way they can. You know. Yeah. So, oh man. Well, Meek and I are doing well. Um, we have um, Quinn started gymnastics, which has been wow. super fun. So she is in heaven. She loves it. She's totally enthralled with it, which is great. So that's been a fun new endeavor for her and. Um, we're, we're trucking along, trying to, trying to piece together all of the pieces of our, of our, uh, next season. Mika's doing an internship, um, with a naturopath who's the, which has just been awesome. That sounds amazing. Uh, she's doing that one day a week in Spokane. So, you know, it's just been really good and homeschool's going, all those things are happening now. So that's awesome. Uh, Has the smoke cleared out? Yeah. Yeah. Literally Sunday morning, just poof gone. Yeah. It was great. Um, yeah, but. Um, we just want to remind everybody that's watching, uh, please like, share, subscribe, do all of those types of things, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or you're listening to this podcast. Um, make sure that you give us your feedback, comments, comment and chat during the show 
or after the show, we will make sure that we uh, interact with you if you have questions or thoughts at all. Um, the other thing is that um, uh, towards the end, we will do a recap and we want to go over any of your comments. So make sure you go ahead and put that you love it in the chat. I'm, I literally want to see people type you. I love it in the chat. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But um, uh, we're excited to chat because I just put it in the description today. Open conversation. What are we going to talk about? Because, you know, I think I think one of the things that we've done for years is that when we get together, we just allow the Lord to begin to shape a conversation. Mm -hmm. We've been doing some topical things, um, just feeling like the Lord for the next week had us kind of dialed in on some stuff. And and this week we kind of stepped back from that and just said, okay, let's just see what we've got on Tuesday. So, uh, Mark, I think we want to open up with you and give us a little bit about what you were what you were thinking. Um, well, um, I was thinking about a particular scripture from... Um, uh, 1 Corinthians 3 um, and it, in there it's it's Paul saying um, I planned it Apollos watered but it was God who brought the increase mm -hmm. um, and uh, it, it's about increase if we if we know anything of the kingdom the kingdom is all about an increase Come it's on. about a multiplied effect multiplied you know if you if you're thinking about planting something if for, for instance you plant a, a tomato or for your americans a tomato but amen, anyway, <laughs> amen. Um, the way the way you, jesus said it yeah well <laughs> it's a little bit like the you know using the king james version because that's the version that jesus used but anyway that's right that's right um, <laughs> Um, so if you if you take a tomato, see tomato wow. seed. I felt that. You should do, and you plant it. Um, the plant grows, and you get a lot more of tomatoes, right? Yep. And they all have seeds in it, so it's there's a multiplied a multiplied effect. But but it whilst it takes some energy and feeding and all that, it's effortless mm -hmm. for the plant to produce. You know, Jesus. Jesus, when when he cursed the fig tree, was was cursed it because the plant was advertising fruit, but it didn't actually have any. Mm. Like it had leaves and you know all of those sorts wow. of things, and it was meant to have meant to have fruit. And so, you know, um, we, we, we this this concept um, that uh, Peter Dewitt apparently established, which I heard only this morning, of effortless growth is exactly what that scripture is talking about. It's it's saying, listen, there's some things that you do. We plant and somebody else waters. So there's those things you do. But it's God who brings the increase. So increase is, is God's domain. It's what he specializes in. It's what he's done. And mm. the kingdom is on the increase. Mm. You know, um, we've heard some prophetic words, um, you know, and I've was one of those, but so was some other prophets yeah. about this era that we're in, this decade yep. that we're in, would be the most significant advancement of the kingdom, and we and we know it's a true word because it's been such such an opposition to mm -hmm. it. Yep, you know yeah, we, totally. we're living in in times we've never been in before. There's mm -hmm. just an absolute attack on economies and health and all of the sorts of things yep. that have been declared. And we've heard for years and years, like wealth transfer and 
and like an increase in in just in health and healing and uh, all of those all sorts of things. And 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 for years we've we've talked about, hey, we're the head, not the tail. That's what the scripture says. Like the the believers, yeah. the children of God, are head, not the tail. Well, the head always precedes the tail. Yep. But uh, but a lot of us live catch up. We're trying to catch up to the head. Wow. Speaking of Whereas, tomatoes. Yeah, well, you know, where <laughs> that took me a second. Chris, just move on. You gotta move on from the past. <laughs> so, I was just it that just was outstanding. To it just seemed to fit. That was outstanding, though. That was not outstanding. <laughs> that was quality quality catch up. All right. So so Peter, what was your what were you you know, yeah. since Mark pulled that from him, what were you seeing? Yeah, well, this is kind of coming out of something last week and maybe the last couple of weeks where I, I felt like I was just growing. I told you, Chris, in a way more than I ever had. And I've grown lots before, but I was just growing so much so quick. And um, and it was one of those situations where I felt as though I was stretching. And I know we've all felt that kind of thing before. You know, it's just like you're stretching, you're stretching, God's stretching mm. you. It's not from food. What's that? It's not from food. No, and growing and stretching for come food. on. Yeah, it's hopefully not. Hopefully not. Keep on going. Sorry, dude. Yeah. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, one time, I gave a word about expansion, and and a friend of ours that all three of us know wrote in the Facebook comments, "I received that for everything except my waistline." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. And um, so, <laughs> hi, Brenda. <laughs> Great to see you. And. Um, so anyway, uh, I had just been growing so much for a couple of weeks and, and I noticed something different, you know, it was one of those moments where it's like, hey, my process here was a little different than, than before. And, mm-hmm. and what I noticed specifically, it just didn't hurt. And yeah. I started reflecting on how so often, you know, when you're getting stretched and God's moving you into the next season and that sort of thing, at times before it's hurt or, you know, it's one mm-hmm. thing to have some tension. It's one thing to have some stretch. It's another thing for the stretching to hurt. You know, and Mark, you were talking before about, you know, physical trainers will tell you like stretching. I mean, you should feel the tension, but it, the tension shouldn't hurt. You know, if you're, right. if you're hurting, it's like there's something you're wrong. Going too and, far. Yeah. And, um, and it kind of dawned on me. That's like, good. Talk, talking with our friend Brian Mangershin, it sort of dawned on me one morning. It's like, you know why that you know why it's not hurting is because the tension that we sometimes feel that hurts is when Holy Spirit's pulling us into our next season. And I'm still holding on to my last right. season. I'm still holding on to a previous thing. And I started to find this flow as I was realizing that I was like, oh my gosh, there's a place where we can just walk with God. Mm. And as we walk with God, it's just, it's continual growth. It's Mm -hmm. continual upgrade. It's not here to a plateau a few, few months later to another plateau a few months later. With God, he's always on the increase. The increase of his government and of peace shall have no end. So that means it's always moving up. And so... Yeah, that's kind of what was was stirring in my heart that led to some of the the conversations that we're talking about. So the picture that I got when you were just were talking about that is um, the trapeze artist. So hmm. if the trapeze artist is swinging from yes. you know one, in in order to get to the other, he has to let go, or she has to let go yes. of that trapeze to get to the other. I, I reckon the most troubling or uncomfortable time is being when you've let go and you've not yet caught that yeah. one, like yeah. in the middle of nowhere. 
yeah. it's like, it's like this is uncomfortable. I've let yeah. go, but I've not yet grabbed hold of the, the new swing. Yes. Um, and, but mm. you can't get hold of the new swing until you let go of the old one. Come on. Like yeah. You have to let go of some things. You have to let go of some thoughts or some ideas or some ways or some concepts or some things that you've always believed, which is very good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you actually have to let go of them. Yes. Yeah. And one of the things that the Lord began speak speaking to me out of this season is he was talking with me about tension, you know, because there's that tension as you're getting stretched from one thing to the other. And this relates so much to what you're saying, Mark. And the Lord spoke to me this phrase one morning. I actually couldn't sleep. I was up at like 3.30 in the morning and I was like, I'm going to turn on something just to watch to kill the time. And the Lord said, how about you talk with me? And I was like, okay, okay. And so he was talking with me and he said, tension is a trust transition. Yeah. Yep. That's really good. Yeah. Yep. I uh, Go ahead, Peter. No. No, that's it. I, I would say that, you know, part of the, part of this whole process of, the trapeze, like what you're talking about with the trapeze. And one of the things you're talking about with this effortless growth is it's really trust. Um, and, and I think you obviously just nailed that. Um, one of the things that we have to trust God with is that he, we can be provided with comfort and provided with um, the satisfaction that we feel that we need in our day-to-day moment-by-moment experience because many of us for so long had trusted in our flesh to be able to provide that for us. And I think growth starts becoming effortless when we've really allowed that our allowed our trust in the Lord and our ability to connect with God to take us into a place where we're no longer feeling like we have to control it. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we don't feel like we have to be the ones to um, try and navigate this growth. It just comes naturally because we trust, you know, whether it's that flying through the air feeling or it's like, oh, there's tension, even in the tension of trusting other people that's stretching. But when you, when you really let go and you fully trust, you don't have to worry about hitting the ground. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like, um, Brendan made a comment about being, it could be the most exhilarating mark flying through the air. And I think it, it's exactly that. It's the, it's the, uh, it's the exciting, scary, you know, yes, it's ex exhilarating. It's not either or actually, it's both of those. It, it mm -hmm. is the, yeah, I'm letting go of this and I'm scared, but it's, it's, it's exciting and it's the exciting, scary, you know, exciting, scary bit. But I, I think it's also um, coming into alignment um, with what heaven's about, what the mm. Father wants to produce or what the Father wants to bring forth. Um, you know, and one of the thoughts that I've just been pondering on, you, you know how you, you, you keep coming back to concepts? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, like, you know, there's a highlight over here and then there's, well, I've, I've really felt like there's a highlight of, uh, of having too much of something, you know, yeah. um, like too much hope, Romans 15, verse 13, you know, to, that we would be abounding in hope. Hmm. Um, it, it, what about having too much of resources and too much joy and too much of all of these sorts of things? Most of us, we live in a place. So, so God's not the problem, right? Right. So it's, it's, it's coming into alignment, coming into a place where these things are, 
effortlessly growing or effortlessly happening where you know we we we, mm. we can live in a, in, in a thinking that it's dependent upon me so mm. i've just got to try harder mm-hmm. i've just got to pray more i've just got to fast more i've just got to repent more and all of those things are really valid all of those things are really important but it's not about my effort to get that happening. It's a little bit like, well, if I just get enough coins in the Coke machine, then the Coke's going to come out. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting to me because I, I really believe that so often we miss the mark of simple obedience, which is why we feel like we've got to do more. Yep, that's right. Good. Because if Jesus just says, hey, I want you to fast and take some time to do that, and you do that, why would you ever feel like you have to do more? Mm-hmm. because he just asked you to do it, right? Like, oh, so he's asking me to discipline my morning schedule a little differently. And I mm-hmm. say, yes, Lord, I'm willing to make some adjustments to my schedule and my time because you have some things that you want to do in this season. I don't feel like I have to do more or perform more. I'm just yeah. partnering with what he's asking me to do, which yeah. is radically different than trying to go, 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 do more, more, more. Yeah. Chris, you're, you're saying something, and Lisa just made a comment that's so good. And this phrase in her comment where she says surrender um, to his purpose, and between what you guys were sharing and Lisa's word surrender, and because surrender is such a different – the, the idea of, of, you know, she's talking about getting God's slingshot and he can shoot you out further than mm-hmm. you can go on your own. And I love that then she says, surrender to his process. It's like, this this is what we're talking about. You don't get the more of God through doing more yourself. Mm-hmm. You access the more of God through surrendering more of yourself. And, yeah. you know, and so I think about uh, Matthew 11, where it says, take my yoke upon you, Jesus says, and learn from me. From gentle and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I think, yeah. like you're saying, Chris, there's something about just the simplicity of obedience yeah. to submit ourselves to what it is God's doing, what it is that He's saying. And that's a big part of the effortless growth because yeah. what I'm what I'm seeing for myself is sometimes when I say the tension is holding on to an old version of myself. In other words, the Lord, like Mark's saying, is wanting me to let go of something. Let go of something I used to have my trust in. Let's go of an identity I used to have my trust in. Let's go of a even a process of how I did things that I used mm. to have my trust in. Uh, you know, Mark, you one time I was in Idaho and you and I had all these notes for a sermon, and you you joked, Mark, with me, how often does God give you something different last minute? And I said, sometimes. And I thought, boy, he just prophesied that. And sure enough, I put away those notes and God gave me something different. And that's an an example of that sort of thing where I had to let go of a process that was familiar to me in order to come into it. But really, it's not that I had to do something new or hard. And I think sometimes the reason that submission feels hard or like you have to do something is, is to your point, Chris, actually because we are not willing to submit to what God's saying. We're just not willing to be obedient to it. And so it's hard because our heart's torn. We want to do this other thing. And we're saying, oh, we got to grit our teeth and do this thing over here. It's like, no, no, just submit your will to his will and step into that flow. And yeah. instantly you, yep. come, you come into the next place. So, you know, one of the things that I'm exploring um, in the line of all of this is, is really coming into, um, coming into alignment, um, coming into into a place of, of mm. even greater partnership 
with you know what what's on the heart of the father you mm. know what's what's he doing and I, I think even in this present chaos and all the things that are yeah. happening around about it's really easy to get caught up with and to get sucked into um, a whole lot of opinions and all sorts of things that are taking place and you know all, all the stuff that's involved with that but it's really important to be in a place of saying okay what's what does the father want to achieve uh, in my life and in the lives of other people that he couldn't at any other time because right. he wants to, he can do it in this season he can do it through through what's taking place what does he want to develop in me what does he want to change in me wow. what what does he want to bring to me what revelation do I get how, you know do, how do I realize that hey um, in, in in circumstances that are not conducive to thriving I'm going to thrive yeah 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, in, in chaos, <laughs> I, I'm going to live in peace. Yep. Yep. It's really interesting because so often uh, we have been we've been put in a position where, um, as far as like I think just generally Christians generally are going to choose the path of least resistance. You know, like we, we so often, um, we want pastors because we need comfort. We want, you know, these different, these different things. And yet God, God's literally trying to position us into this place for such dramatic breakthrough and increase that, mm -hmm. that I, it just kind of cracks me up a little bit because the thing that we actually would be the most comfortable the most reassuring, the most comforting with the least amount of tension yeah. is in this place of perfect submission. Yes. Ooh, that's good. It, it's just like, there's no better place to be with the father. And yet we so often are looking for all the other things that we think will provide us with uh, the freedom that we're looking for. Right. Which is very different than maybe what God's actually calling us into, you know, because I know that the kingdom is bigger than my comfort. And it's not that doing really big things for God isn't always easy, right? We're not talking about those concepts. I don't think we're talking about those concepts. I think we're talking about this elevation, this place of, of saying yes to the Lord in such a degree that it actually is effortless it's not tack. We get to stand in rest and peace and yep. get the upgrade because of where we're aligned, where we're positioned and how we're submitted. And our focus is now different. It's not, uh, the concern isn't about our discomfort or comfort. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just different now. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think can be so hard is we can have areas in our life where it feels hard to submit to God mm -hmm. for different reasons. And, you know, yeah. We've all had different ones of those areas at different times, you know, where it seems like there's more labor there. And totally. I had a I had an encounter recently um, during a time of prayer. Um, and what happened in that is is um, basically I, Holy Spirit took me to the father and, and and introduced a topic of conversation that he knew I needed to have with the father to the father. So the father could hmm. talk with me. And I think that. Um, you know, I think of Romans 2, 4, where it says that's the goodness of God, the goodness of the Father mm. that leads us to repentance. Right. And, you know, so when we've got those areas of our life where it feels so hard to submit or it just feels hard to even, maybe it's not that we're in like 
in sin even or in rebellion. It's just that there's there's it's tough to have an ongoing conversation with God in that area of our life. It's tough for it to be effortless. It's tough for it to be yoked with with the father. It's tough to yeah. just walk with the father all day long about that. It's more like it's more kind of like leaning on our own understanding and trying to go make it happen ourselves and the strength of our flesh or the the strength of our intellect or whatever, you know, like, let me just do this independently and I'll come back and show you how good this is, God. And, you know, in that kind of element. And we're like, why is that area like that? And I have come to believe that that those areas where we struggle to repent are the exact areas we've we've not yet known the goodness of God. And I think that there's really a part of this upgrade is always going to be in any area where we're talking upgrade. It's always going to be a revelation of the father's goodness towards us and his good pleasure towards us in that particular area. And sometimes we might know that in many areas of our life, but right. it might be this one area of our life, you know, you go to write a book for the first time or, or you go to um, public speak the first time, or you go to be a parent the first time or pray for somebody's have, healing. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, what, what happened? Like when I'm at, when I'm at the office or when I'm parenting, I, I walk with God closely, but I went to go pray for someone's healing or prophesy for someone and I fell apart. And it's like I did it all out of my intellect. And what was that all about? And and I just want to say the Holy Spirit's the comforter and that he brings us back to the Father so we can that we can learn to walk with the Father in that area too. That's really good. I, you know, I, I think, um, you know, the more that we talk and the more that I, I live and understand some stuff, the more that I realize it's, um, it's so much about relationship. Yeah. Life. Yeah, relation, relationship with the Father. Um, it's about understanding, you know, who He is, and understanding who I am, and so it comes back to identity. And and you know, we have, um, you know, times when we understand and we get to a get to a point, and then it's like the Father says, "Now let me show you another dimension of yep. this Come relationship." On. Absolutely. I mean, let me take you into a, yep. a new place, and of course. That's usually uncomfortable. Um, and the reason that it's uncomfortable is it's because we've been comfortable where we were. Yep, that's right. And so we have defined, defined what is comfortable. Mm. And that's one of the reasons that the Father has called the Holy Spirit the comforter. Because his role is to comfort us when we're uncomfortable. Yep. His role well, one of his roles or part of his role is to help us to step into the uncomfortable time or uncomfortable. And that uncomfortableness can be in varying degrees. It can be minor, minor uncomfortable. It can just be yeah. we become so used to something that when we're actually stepping into this thing. But it's true what um, uh, I think it was um, Augustine said that, you know, familiarity breeds contempt, that we can become so familiar with something that we become contemptuous of it and it was like jesus when when he, he came into the into the that particular synagogue in nazareth wasn't it and and he starts speaking and he starts teaching and everybody is astounded everybody is saying like wow we've never heard anything like this that the ones that would normally sleep are now awake and you know everybody <laughs> is just so astounded with the teaching it's they've never heard teaching like this before it's life. It's 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 invigorating. It's inspiring, you know, and and that and they are just so captivated by this until they realize who's speaking. Yep. yep. And as soon as they realize who's speaking, 
they 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 lose something because of the familiarity. Oh, wait a minute! Isn't that uh, Mary and Joseph's son? Um, what's his name? Jesus? Isn't he the guy that made that table and chairs that are in our house? You know, and so yep. it says there that you know it just it was like you 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 could in reading it it feels like the whole faith mm. was just sapped out of the room. Mm. And it, and it said that he couldn't do very much there except heal some few few people, which you know is could be an upgrade for some people. Man. But uh-huh. yeah, but, I I I just know. feel like I feel right right like just as you're talking about that, I just have to say that it seems to me when we're talking about this new era of the church age, where where we're talking about this dramatic increase of the kingdom. The reason why there's such a battle, and I think we're, it might be a little bit of fool's gold. It might be a little bit of the smoke in the air where we can't quite see it clearly yet. And it looks shiny, but it's not. One of the, one of the things that I'm seeing is that the world is familiar with the church. Uh-huh. The world's familiar with the religious exercises, and it's familiar with the attitudes and the mindsets that come out of maybe the evangelical right in America. Maybe it's maybe there's some different arenas. I'm just saying in general, right? Like there's some things that that have have been familiarized about what is perceived to be the kingdom, and what we're seeing right now is contempt for that. Right, we're seeing a contempt for that old version, right? The and and I think that that familiarity breathing breathing contempt is that it at some point there has to be the the full blown revelation of what the kingdom is because it is unfamiliar, but it has to come out. I, I feel like this that's part of this era is that the the old thing that has contempt around it yeah. will actually will actually fade into the distance uh-huh. as this as this ancient relic because the church is the church in its glory is on the rise. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think I think that we're hitting on something that's actually much bigger than what we're talking about a little bit. Yep. But, the, but the reality is that this process will be um, how shall we say effortless because it's going to be birthed out of identity, mm-hmm. right? It's because the people of Christ are actually figuring out who they are in Christ. And mm-hmm. now that they know, it's just like, we just now become that people. And now it's unfamiliar. There's no more contempt. It's actually embraced and received fully because of the reality of the kingdom. So let me just pick up on that because you said some things that just have triggered something. I was, just listening to something just yesterday or the day before um, with the old timers, when they, when they were prospecting for gold, um, what they would do is it would take nitric acid. Now nitric acid, um, when it's poured on um, minerals, uh, will dissolve those, but it won't dissolve gold. Right. So when you take nitric acid and you get something that looks like gold, you test it by pouring out the nitric acid on it. And so fool's gold um, just melts away, right? Because gold, true gold, um, will will stand and, and resist <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. So what we're seeing is that the Holy Spirit is acting like that 
nitric acid. Wow. Right? And Ooh. and um, he is pouring out so that what is not of the kingdom can't stand. It's dissolving. Now, that's the difficulty <laughs> when you don't want to, you don't want something to go, when you don't want things to change, when you don't, when you can't see through the goodness or the lens of the goodness of God, mm -hmm. um, then you're going to struggle um, with what's going on. You're going to struggle wow. with what's wow. going on because it's like, hey, you know, this is being, this is this is disappearing. You know, the scripture says, um, "I will shake and and I will shake mm -hmm. things, and whatever is of the kingdom will remain. Everything mm -hmm. else will fall away." Yeah, wow. which is like that nitric acid. Yep. But nitric acid coming on and being poured on it, it the purpose is to reveal gold. The mm -hmm. purpose is to be able to tr to see the real thing, gold itself. Wow. Um, and, um, um, you know, so I, I think that what we're seeing is, is a yep. pouring out. Yeah. So, you know, and the pouring out of the nitric acid. Nitric acid, yeah. Let me, let me <laughs> this is fascinating. So, um, in 1940, I just looked it up. It was a vague memory. I just looked it up quick. In 1940, the Nazis were invading somewhere during World War II, and there were two Nobel Prize winners who had their big Nobel Peace Prize medals that were gold. And what they actually did is they used a combination of nitric acid plus something else that would dissolve gold, and they dissolved the gold into these solutions so that they could not be taken and then after the war was over, after the conflict was over, they reconstituted them into physical form. Wow. And, um, and so could it be possible that the Holy Spirit's doing something right now where he's not not only part of the transition, right? That, that like you're saying, Mark, that some things, some things that where, you know, the, the real is being revealed and the things that aren't real are being, you know, taken away. Mm -hmm. but, I, but also, I think there's such a fear in the church sometimes, yeah. about, like, Hey, what if the what if the the very physical manifestation of the church, the very building, the very you know the very services and stuff like that couldn't be? And I'm saying I think Holy Spirit could take things and and hide them in such a way that even in the midst of great difficulty, they would still be very much there, and yep. then at proper time they would manifest themselves again. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's also just remembering that God often hides things not from us but for us. Yep. Yep. You know, so, you know, the Proverbs where it says that it's it's um, it's the pleasure of, of God to conceal a thing. Yep. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure of kings to search out that thing. Ooh, that's it, I think. Yep. You know, so yep. so the, the whole thing is that we all want to find things, but we don't all want to search for them. Mm. So no well, seeking, no finding. Yep. Yeah, it, seem, it seems like a lot of what is being sought I think just in general, like I, I think a lot of what is being sought in the kingdom or in church today is this bigger thing that is yet to be defined. You know, we we would call it the kingdom. I think everybody's a little tired of business as usual. Um, Peter, you talk about, you know, what yeah. if that thing died? You know, what if the what if the model that yeah. we the synagogue model goes away? Yeah. What would happen? And you know, I think that um, this desire for safety and security that we were talking about earlier, right? Like, so, so this ability to trust God in this process yep. 
for each and and it's it's a it's a both and of the individual and the collective right yeah. like both and have to trust god trust leaders submit to what the lord's doing because i think he is moving all of these things into a whole new a whole new direction i think it's interesting peter you and i talked about unity right and one of the things that i remember like i, I when i said it i was like wow that's really strong when I said the, the, those in the body of Christ that want to bring disunity will no longer stand. Mm. Like, and I think so God is pouring out the nitri, nitri, yeah. nitric acid because yeah. he, he's looking for the gold, which if yeah. we know that's the fruit, yeah. right? He's looking for that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Mm. Lisa so said, lot. oh, sorry. I was just going to yeah. just talk a few of these. God wants to do something new with the church. Uh, let's see. We've got God pour out your nitric acid on us and reveal the gold. <laughs> right. He wants us to seek out the hidden mysteries. It's all yeah. good. All right. Go for it, Mark. Yeah, I, I, I think um, the the whole um, purpose of it, of what we're talking about, perhaps the, if I can put it that way, it's, mm -hmm. it's really um, getting in the flow or, or coming in alignment with, with what the father's saying, you know, it's like, it seems to me that there is times in which we can say that, mm -hmm. but when circumstances force us into it or you know force it you know, us into you know it's it's a, it's a little bit of, in isaiah it says um my ways are not your ways mm -hmm. and your ways are not my ways yep. says the lord and we can take that and we can say that's why you know i don't think like god you know where or we can we can take that and say okay god says my ways are not your ways and your ways are not my ways, but I wish they were. Yeah, so good. You know, and so it's like, um, it's never about God having to move. It's about us having to to move into the flow or move into what he's up to, what he's doing, what he wants to do, bring, bring yeah. to pass. And I think that that comes back to that effortless growth. The, the more that mm. you try and grow, the more frustrated you become. But the more <laughs> that so you, true. the more that you allow yeah. growth, yeah. because God is growth. He, he's, he's, he on. is the same yesterday and today. But he's not, and 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 he is the same. But at the same mm -hmm. time, he's growing. I mean, any yeah. any plant, any 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 person's not growing, right? If you've got a plant that's not that's not growing, and in fact, it's 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 deteriorating. There's something wrong with it. Yeah. Because all of creation is mm -hmm. is 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 waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. It's mm -hmm. it's so expectant about that because it knows that it's growing, and that it's changing, and that it has an expectation that we would um, step up and to be the sons of God and to bring forth the nature and to bring forth heaven to earth. Because earth is waiting to be heavenized. Yeah, it's you know, fed up with hell. <clears throat> Mark, you're, t you're talking about this, and it makes me think of John 15, 
you know, I'm the vine, as we all know so well. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Yep. Um, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you desire. It'll be done for you. You'll bear much fruit. You Apart mm -hmm. from me, you can do nothing. And all of that just so beautifully captures this idea of of growth and effortless growth. You know, it's about who we're connected to. And, mm. and one of the things that's interesting is, is, you know, Jesus did not say there, abide in me. And um, when you abide in me, you'll get everything right. <laughs> um, you know, and because right. I think that I think that how we define, you know, sometimes sometimes it's helpful when we're talking about something to say what's the antonym or or what yeah. are some of the antonyms to what it. What is and it? I, what is it not? Yeah, and I think that I think we sometimes think of growth in the Christian life as rightness. Mm. You know, when when religion has a tendency to reduce fruit to doctrine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so, in fact, Jesus says in John yep. 10, 37, if I don't do the words yep. of the Father, don't believe my words. That's exactly. right. You know, how does yep. the word of God say, don't believe my words, yep. um, if, I, if I don't do the works of the Father? And he's saying, I'm not enslaving you to doctrine. What I'm saying is you judge a tree by its fruit. And if it's got that's fruit, right. trust the root. Yes. And yep. so, so one of the things that I think that's fascinating to me is this idea of a couple of years ago, I was walking out my front door. I was thinking about what God was doing next in the church. You know, Lisa saying God wants to do something new in the church. And I agree. And I was thinking about that and almost to try to keep myself humble or something. I don't know why I had this. I just said in my heart, I said, well, there's nothing new under the sun, you know. And and as I as I say that, as I say, there's nothing new under the sun. The Lord says to me, that was old covenant. And I said, wow. Yeah, it says, it says, oh, that's Ecclesiastes. And then I start thinking, wait a second, 1 Corinthians 2, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor entered into the heart of man the things which things. God has prepared for those who love him. And, 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 anything yet. and exactly, so we ain't seen nothing yet. And what it's saying is Holy Spirit's even been given to us in part, not only to comfort us, but also to reveal to us the things of God that have been concealed but want to be revealed. And I guess what I'm trying, yeah. to, trying to say is I think that some of us have probably thought of abiding in Christ about as like trying to get it right, trying to get mm -hmm. doctored right. The trouble is you will not grow in that mechanism because your goal is rightness instead of growth. And yes. so when our goal is relationship, yep. Jesus is saying, abide in me and you produce fruit. Right. And, and so I think that sometimes we need to look at the antonym and I'm just trying to draw that difference yep. there. That's so I, good, Peter. I, I think that goes back to something that we've talked about quite a lot mm -hmm. um, where things that are meant to serve us become the master mm. so that when structure um, becomes the boss or the thing yeah. that we are trying to, rather than it's facilitating, you know, it's, it's, we, we talked about this before time and money and all of those sorts of things. When they call the shots, there's something wrong. Yes. So that, yeah. so that when what you're talking about, when that calls the shots, when we don't do something, because of that, because it doesn't fit right, or we, we don't quite understand it, or all of those sorts of things, um, then they are they are leading us rather than we being we we are allowing it to serve us. Yes, I was. I just reminded me of of uh, my daughter's now uh, into the reading the Chronicles of Narnia, and so we're plowing through those books, and so we watched uh, the movie. Right, Chronicles of Narnia, mm -hmm. uh, which is a little intense. It's some, you know, some of the battle scenes for yeah. you know eight years old. But I, it's thought, I thought you were going to say it was intense for you. 
No, I'm good. So, so she, uh, uh, Lucy at the very end, Aslan is walking on the beach and Lucy yeah. says, you know, our Tumnus says to, to, um, um, they're talking about Aslan and, and, and Tumnus says, well, he's not a tame lion. Mm. And, and Lucy says, yeah, but he's good. Come on. You know, and I think that I think that there's this reality where structure, structure, we believe actually is where safety is. But no, safety isn't in the structure. Safety is with Aslan. Safety's with the king. Mm. Safety's in Christ. Come you on. know, because he he's not tame, but he's good. Come on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, That's I was I was really struggling with something recently. Thanks, Mark. And in thinking about it. I was thinking, man, I'm, this is Mark, or this is Proverbs three, five, and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't trust in the structures, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and what he started showing me is, wow, that is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, all over again. Yeah, oh, you know, here we if, go. if you eat, if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you'll yep. be like God. You'll yep. know the yep. right things to do. And I was realizing, man, that's so about independence. It's so mm, about why don't yep. you figure out all the right ways to do this so that you can do it apart from your father. You can mm. do it apart from God. Right. And, and to your point, Chris, uh, what then I felt the Lord showed me is he said, you don't need to be like God. You just need to be with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Good. Mm. This is good. We got, we got a few more comments that came in. Zachary Wharton says, Hey guys. Hi Zach. Um, and he was at uh, La Barge. Uh, so he's with uh, Shannon Schreier in Utah. Oh, great. Uh, okay. So we say both of you have not met him, but he got to see you, Mark. Mark, I think maybe, did you have a prophetic word for him? I think you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. And then, um, you know, good word, Peter, from Lisa. Neil. Hi, Neil. Neil's a, Neil's a friend of mine. We used to teach together. And, um, and so, yeah, just great to see you, Neil. That's awesome. We taught biology together years ago. Yeah, cool. Oh, Zachary gave us a wow. We like that. Good work, Chris. Thank you, Lisa. Let me tell you, Lisa's, Lisa's an activator, a healer and an activator. So when Lisa touches things, they just get moved into motion. Uh, she actually was healed of cancer. And, um, and she's just got this amazing testimony. And she when she prays, she lately she's been she wrote out a prayer even i'll share it with you guys but she rewrites the dna when she prays it's pretty 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 cool <laughs> I'm, it, I'm seeing neil say yes years ago we talked together feeling old <laughs> we've both aged the same amount since then Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good this is good so um i feel like um we're in kind of a wrap up time. So maybe we, maybe we summarize a little bit, um, what we've been talking, we kind of started off on this concept of effortless growth. And then we landed on talking about God extending this new, this kingdom age and what, how he's going about that with fool's gold, nitric acid. We had a, we have a whole, whole lot of things that we've discussed today. If you were to summarize kind of what you felt the Lord is saying, I'm going to put you on the spot and just say, Hey, share what you feel like the Lord's kind of summarizing out of this conversation today. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. All right. Um, I think that, I think it's, it's that, it's that tension and growth thing. 
And it's yeah. like Mark so beautifully shared. Uh, hopefully I don't steal your thing here, Mark, but just the trapeze. And it can be mm. tough to jump from one trapeze to another as you go through the air. And I think that what we talked about, what was neat is we started talking personally, but then That's we right. really started to realize that this is also very much the body of Christ at large. Yep. And wouldn't it be like God to, to both be doing personally and, you know, in the body of Christ at Boy, large? Boy, isn't right that now? what he does? I think um, we, we could probably sum it up with saying that, that most of us want the new thing. Not so many of us want the process of the new, of how to get to the new thing. Um, and it's like you have to let go in order to grab hold of some things and some new things. And what we've got to be careful of mm. is that the, the things that are happening around about us, you can get caught into them rather than to step back and to look at it from a different perspective and say, okay, God's up to something here. He's doing something. I want to make sure that I'm partnering with that and, and flowing um, with that, remembering the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Mm -hmm. he, he comforts us when we're in between letting go and grabbing hold of. Mm -hmm. That's he, he does his mm -hmm. best work in in that. It's coming into alignment mm -hmm. with what, what always remembering that Jesus told us that we were to expect and pray for the kingdom to come. Yeah, right. The kingdom is got to come, and it's coming, and mm -hmm. and that it's a growth, it's a growth environment. And he also said that that the will of God is that we that heaven would come to earth. So we we're looking to heavenize earth, chase hell out. Mm -hmm. Come on, that's really good. I I I really, if I was going to summarize this thing up, I think. Um, I think Lisa's comment um, reminded me of a couple things. I'm just going to put this up here. She says, get in God's slingshot so he can shoot you out further than you can go on your own. Surrender to his process. And Mark and, and Peter, we've both just, we've all been talking about this, but Mika had this vision a while back of being in a slipstream in the air, like a jet, like in the mm -hmm. jet, a jet stream in the air where it's like this little cocoon that you're in and you're safe. And it's just like this really resting, but you're hauling cause you're in the slipstream yes. of what the Lord's doing. And then, and she also felt like there was this slingshot that was going to happen just like in NASCAR, right? Like, so, you know, you're cruising along and then there comes a moment where, you know, if you slingshot engage and that, and that car comes whipping around the outside, that's the slingshot. And I feel like, like right now we're probably in that, in that effortless growth, right? We're in the slipstream and God, God's preparing us for the slingshot, but we have to surrender to his process. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just think that was such a good word. And, um, um, I really believe that we're going to see the most radical transformation in the body of Christ in the next few years to where it will, what was contemptible before will be unrecognizable then. Come on. Like those things that, that, you know, I, I had a wonderful conversation with a gal this week. Cause like, why like who's very sensitive and just, you know, she's just seeking the Lord and um, just kind of getting her feet on the ground and, and um, Mika and I were chatting with her and she just is like, why are Christians so judgy? And why, you know, yeah. like, uh, like there's this, that contemptible piece is going to be gone. It is. And I, I'm just prophesying that. I believe that that is the reality of the next season. Yeah. 
I receive it. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, so next week we're at the same time, right? Four thirty. Um, and I, I, I really believe that, um, that anybody who wants to show up, you guys are being blessed. We're being blessed having the conversation. Yep. Make sure you like it, share it. Um, please uh, let people know that we're on here live. If people want to participate, we love that. We love the participation. Mm-hmm. You know, we think of, um, you know, having a new face on here like Zachary and a new face on here like Neil. Yep. It is so and good Brenda to have before. you guys on and Brenda. Yes. And, um, uh, so please, we love the participation and, and, uh, really, really enjoy it. So make sure you sure. join us. Any final thoughts, everybody? No, nope. I, I hear the ocean calling me. Ah, he hears the ocean. He's like, we're almost at an hour. You better get me out of here. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, bless you guys. And thanks everybody for participating today. Put your thoughts in the chat and we'll continue. Um, we'll continue to share this stuff out as much as we can. Oh yeah. Hey, Chris, sure. uh, Zach just mentioned the notification bell will help. Yeah. And um, yeah. I don't know how to do that on Facebook, but there's something where you can request to be notified. Is that right? Yeah. If when you, f- you have to like and follow Okay. both. Um, and that's on Facebook is a like and follow. Um, if you're on YouTube, hit the bell. Oh, okay. Great. YouTube's the notification bell. But if you like and follow on Facebook, you will get both. You'll get notified every time we are live. Okay. Mm, very good. Yep. And uh, we schedule it every Tuesday at 430. So y'all can go ahead and put it on your, your eye calendar or your Google calendar and call it good. Y- y'all can. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. T- tomato, tomato. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. See you guys, you guys have, you. Have, See you have a great day. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.